We started culturally speaking to indulge our curiosity about the way others live and a desire to inspire conversations about how we have far more in common than we realise. So this week we heard Alison's story of essentially going through years of unexplained pain and suffering and only to find out that she was um, diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Um, And yeah, I think Alison's story was really inspirational, I guess, in terms of her whole journey of getting diagnosed and then how she's learned to manage this. So what was the most memorable part for you? I think when Alison talked about how she's found really innovative and creative ways to build her business, succeed professionally and still find happiness personally, it really embodied for me the idea of, you know, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade and that she has found a way to keep moving forward with her life, even with the limitations of her condition. But yeah, what about you? I think when I listened to Alison share her story, um, it made me, number one, very grateful that I am healthy. Right? I think this year itself has already done that. But listening to Alison's story and knowing that something like Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome affects so many people in the world and many of them are underdiagnosed, it just made me very grateful that I am healthy. And also it made me more aware and probably, you know, a lot more sympathetic to people suffering from invisible disabilities, because I think it's easy, you know, when we see someone who is visibly um, disabled, then we kind of, we instantly know, you know, how to maybe communicate with them, how to support them. But then sometimes when it's inner health issues, it's not always visible. And And I think some of these invisible disabilities are easily downplayed, Um, you know, in the workplace, for example, you know, people who have mental health issues, another example, or um, chronic fatigue. I think it's it's difficult for people to explain that and for the other person to understand. So, um, yeah, that's what struck me the most. I think to pick up just on what you said is having compassion and empathy for people in what they're going through and where they are. That was a really good reminder for me. But in terms of what I learned, I think Alison's story reaffirmed what I've always very strongly believed is that you are your own best advocate. You have to advocate for your health because no one else can. You are living in your body and you know what you experience every day. So to have to try and put that in the hands of someone else, particularly a doctor, um, you have to be very staunch and be able to articulate and and really advocate for what it is you feel you need. Um, And not everybody's fortunate enough to live in places and have healthcare systems that allow that. Um, So so that was something. And I think we touched on it ever so slightly with Alison, but as an Indigenous woman, you know, she was fortunate. She didn't experience any racism in in her care that she was aware of. But women of colour, you know, you and I are both... Uh, in that camp, their experience of pain in particular is so often disregarded and downplayed. Um, and that's something that I've been reading a lot about in the past year, how it happens and, and why it happens. So there's was, there was a couple of things that I took away. What about you? 
Yeah, I think to echo your first point around being your own best advocate, I think when Alison, you know, quite lightheartedly mentioned that when you have problems like that, when you're in pain all the time, you learn to hack life, right? You learn interesting ways of making life easier. Um, and I mean, that's a very positive attitude, right? Instead of just giving up. However, I always encourage people, right? Don't ignore what your body's telling you, right? As simple as if you have dry lips, maybe instead of reaching for your favorite lip balm, think about if you've had enough water, right? Because our bodies are super smart, actually, and it tells you a lot of things. And I don't want people to, you know, in the name of um, getting on with things, ignore these symptoms, right? So if you feel like something's weird, something's off, go get it checked out. Don't just hack your way through it. Hello, I'm Carrie. And I'm Emily. And if you, like us, are slightly on the nerdy side and have an interest, fascination or musing for anything historical, then we have the podcast for you. Our podcast, A Nice Cup of History, takes a historical event, place or person and delves into the facts, fictions and myths surrounding it, all whilst enjoying a nice cuppa or sometimes something stronger. Each week, we finish with a special segment we call Ridiculous Deaths which looks into the absolute bizarre ways some people have died or survived and what we can learn from them, such as why alcohol and sailing should never go hand in hand on a moonlit night and why bridges and butts don't mix. We are listened to globally, which blows our minds. So if you have any suggestions for topics for us to discuss, please let us know. So come join us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts from and let's let's get get historical. If you like the sound of that, why don't you also go check out our friends over at A Nice Cup of History, because we love their podcast too. Subscribe, rate and review on your favourite podcast platform and follow us on Instagram at Culturally Speaking Podcast. You can also check out our website, culturallyspeaking.co.uk, for a transcript of this episode. Share your stories or your show ideas with us by sending us an email at theculturallyspeaking at gmail.com.